0: The Red Diamond Courier, an Elder Scrolls podcast. Here are your hosts, Bob Chichinsky and Dog bark Twenty Four.
1: Welcome, everyone, to episode 83 of the Red Diamond Courier. I am here with you as always, your host, Bob Chichinski, here with my good, good friend, Dog Bark 24 Dogged, my dude. It is the... It's our favorite week, man. The week of mayhem. How are you doing?
2: Um, I'm doing pretty good. How are you?
1: I'm doing good, man. I'm doing fantastic uh enjoying enjoying the week already clearly we are as we are uh late to our usual gathering and release of an episode thank you guys for uh waiting for us we were both crazy busy last week um me and my girl were out of town we took a trip Dogged was doing his own busy life stuff and of course you know super bowl And then, uh, this week was Mayhem, and, uh, my band was doing stuff, and we just, like, crazy, crazy week again, but here we are, here on a Sunday night, uh, ready to chill with you guys and talk all about White Strakes Mayhem, which I still cringe a little bit saying, I'm not gonna lie, and I'm just gonna get into it right off the bat, you know, if they... Want me to call this one's White Strakes Mayhem. That's okay. But I will not stop calling it the Mid Year Mayhem. And when it's like actually Mid Year, that one is just, it should just be Mid Year Mayhem still. Like same event, different name, you know?
2: Actually, I'm hoping that we don't get a Mid Year Mayhem this year. I'm what? hoping that they uh, postpone, you know, Mid Year Mayhem or the second White Strakes Mayhem. Until they have like the fix for uh the Cyrodiil lag stuff or or whatever whatever might like, get better, so that we can have that event when the Cyrodiil is you know awesome because that would be awesome,
1: <laughs> okay yeah dog you're you're a dreamer, man, that's good, let's get your hopes and dreams <laughs> out <laughs> right off the right off the bat there um. Yeah, I guess that would be cool. Hey, I mean, they did say they're going to do like other little incentives like, you know, double AP weekends or whatever, you know, throughout the year. So I guess we'll, we'll maybe they'll implement some of those instead of throwing a full event at it and they'll save that for when they really get things touched up after they finish rewriting some of the original code, which sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. But as we've significantly derailed already, pulling a good old Tales of Tamron right there, dogged, why don't you uh, start us on some of the news, my dude? I can do that. I won't get lost in this, that's for sure. All right, so uh,
2: Vice Drake's Mayhem, this will give you, you know, double AP, double resource notes in Cyrodiil, and I think double heavy sacks, too, in Imperial City, and Mm -hmm. then double experience from PvP kills so well, that's
1: a good thing no, I are... mean you need to make sure to get the double AP that you have the uh, scroll of Pelinal activated on you from your yeah. Uh the other ones would just be uh, you know standard everyone gets them all the time double XP double resource nodes and as Dog said possible double heavy sacks in Imperial City yeah
2: Make sure that you drink your red Kool-Aid.
1: You need to go drink the punch uh, from Wolfhead Lady. It's quite the quite the cult that you gotta go join right <laughs> off the rip to start this, but hey, man, it's a good time. Alright, uh, there are
2: extra campaigns, and let me tell you, on Xbox, things are popping. Like, most of the campaigns on Xbox have been pop-blocked, like Every day during a prime time, like it's insane, even during like not prime time, like midday or even the morning, like at least three out of like the five are like pop locked for like DC. Yeah, for DC, oh, and everything else, I guess they're all pretty much pop
3: locked, but I can only confirm on DC because I'm DC. It's kind of insane.
1: Yeah, that's awesome, man. Good to see the, uh, especially the console side, you know, getting filled up. I've definitely been enjoying some of those extra campaigns. We were in Everglom the other night and uh, got Amp, took uh, some scrolls. Me and Dog both had a scroll together at one point. That was pretty cool. I did not make it to the first castle even close. Uh, because, you know, what are you going to do? You're getting hounded by four reds that are, like, 2,500 CP. GG. All right, have your scroll back. But we got (laughs) the other one.
2: Yeah, I ran it all the way home. To rails.
1: To rails. And And I got Sky Shards. uh, We got, got
2: like, six Sky
3: Shards along the way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was Kilby's, like, first time running a scroll. So, you know, that was, like, super cool. Yeah. Okay, I'm continuing to derail, but yes, what about some of the rewards we can get? Dog? All
2: right. Well, there are several new things. You can get the new black drake body and face markings. Uh, these are found within a Pellinol's Boon box reward. I've opened about like probably about 200 of them and I've not gotten any of them. And that was just on Xbox. I haven't I probably have only opened like 20 on PC. Because my mail is broken on PC. Like it's a problem. I need to be better, but I'm not.
1: What? Is this is a personal problem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, yes, it's a very personal problem. Yeah, okay, I need well. to, I need to be good with bank management. Or not bank, but my mail management. My bank management is awesome on PC,
1: not so well, much on Xbox. Admitting you have a problem is the first step. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. Uh, next up, we have the new Black Drake clan wrap style pages. These are found from the Imperial City sweepers and bosses. So there's a lot of reasons to go kill Imperial City sweepers and bosses. And then the sweepers are the uh, Imperial City bosses that walk around and the uh, flag bosses that are walking around in the sewers. And then you can also get the Legion Zero Vigiles outfit style pages from the same
1: bosses. I will say that those Black Drake clan wrap style pages, I haven't actually looked at them, but we have some uh, guildies who are just, like, dedicated to getting some of those pages, so they must be pretty nice. I mean, I definitely think that the fact that they added two... You know, there's one you can get from the reward boxes, and that's really dope. I mean, uh, you're just going to get reward boxes constantly from doing PvP stuff. Um, You could get it from Battlegrounds, Cyrodiil, Imperial City. That's awesome. And then they have one that's specific to, you know, Imperial City on top of, like, the other stuff uh, that was already there before. And uh, I don't know. That's really cool. I, I like how they gave it. Like options to do whatever you want to do and still get something cool.
2: Yeah, but you forgot like the most important part,
3: right?
1: You forgot
2: I about the uh, tassels, or uh, as some of our guildies <laughs> refer to them as nipple tassels.
1: <laughs> that was a lead. Yeah, okay? <laughs> I don't know the part of. The I mean, end, that's a lead but... from
2: the Imperial City. It's a pretty <laughs> important one. It's for some mythic item that I don't know what it is, but it's important.
1: <laughs> you know, if you, it's as if anyone needed more reasons for <laughs> the Imperial City series, I mean, get your own pair of tassels and uh, there you go. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we've been clearly having a fantastic time in uh, this mayhem event. So yeah. if, you guys, uh, if you guys haven't got up in PvP, you're missing out.
2: And then lastly, you can get your uh, Pelano Boon Boxes from completing PvP dailies as well as from Rewards of the Worthy, which you get by a scoring AP.
1: And what about event tickets, Dog? How many can you get a day? How many uh, can we get in the event? And how many have I already missed? Um, that last question is the most important. <laughs> <laughs> you can get
2: three a day, I don't know how many you can get a day. Um, I think you what missed do you mean? about you seven. You just said
1: that you could get three a day, and you don't know how many you could get a day.
2: <laughs> uh, you can get three a day, and you cannot get. And I don't know how many you can get throughout the entire event. But I think you missed seven tickets so far. Oh man! Good lucky number seven.
1: That's a pretty pretty good guess. I'm I'm gonna say you're probably pretty close. I think I've definitely missed five, to say the least. Um, I just get so distracted, you know? And then like, I get off <laughs> work late, and I'm like, ah, oh, I got to do it. But then I just start playing. But yeah, so three tickets a day. Um If you are not familiar with PvP, don't worry. We got you. So um the Imperial City ones. Even I was like, I don't really know these dailies. I don't really do them literally ever. So you just... Go up. Okay, so like load into the Imperial City and you're going to go down to where all the ladders are that take you up to the districts. Right, dog? And then you could go choose anyone. Most preferably you're going to want to choose one that is like friendly to your faction. Uh, Like you have the flag and it's also in a good area for you. Like go back down and like head to your home sewers. So... If you go up the ladder right there in that base area, there should be someone with a daily quest, and you can grab that. And they're going to be specific to each zone of the each like district. So uh, there's going to be something little you got to do in there. It's usually not too bad. Usually pretty quick and easy. And then you go turn it in back at your uh, the place where you went up the ladders. So I I mean I got that pretty much right, right, dog.
3: Yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty
1: close. Yeah. Okay, well, now you got me less confident. <laughs> I mean,
3: no, 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 you got it right, yeah.
1: Okay, that that makes me much more confident. And then, if so that's how you get one. And make sure always that you don't have a full event tickets where you go turning stuff in because we all do it, believe me. Now, if you want to get the two Cyrodiil or two tickets, you're going to have to either do a Cyrodiil daily or a BG daily. And there is a great BG daily to do for it. If you go to the tent where the battlegrounds like thing is, you could see it marked on the map in like a lot of regions because it has the little holiday event kind of calendared looking kind of icon over there because there's also a wolf head lady at the battleground tents you're going to want to go over there and start picking up the daily quest and the one you could get that is going to be the best is to score like 1000 leaderboard points during a, a specific battleground so go do your battleground do your thing you know pretty much just have a good time Do your thing in a battleground, and you're gonna get a thousand points pretty much. Uh, We did it last night or the other night with a few of our friends, and everyone got it in one try. So, Um,
2: pretty much the important important thing about that is that you have to complete the initial quest where you had to play one battleground, so or complete one battleground. So, you have to do that first quest, and then you can unlock the daily. And then if it gives you, like, win three battlegrounds, you can be like, you can just say no. And if it gives you, do five battlegrounds, you can say no again, and then it'll give you the other one.
3: The 1,000 points. And you can, you can just do one battleground, and you pretty much get it. Yeah.
1: So that's a great way to get your two tickets or uh, Ceredale.com. always a great way there's all kinds of quests there um if your faction is running back in elder scroll ever you could go to the uh gate there where you pick up your quest and run over to the warlord lady or whatever and just you know just like the battleground one you just abandon the one you have and try and pick up a new one until you get the scroll that you need one thing, if you don't have your faction scroll in possession, the quest that it gives you is always going to be for your faction scroll. So that's kind of uh, can be frustrating in certain situations. But it is what it is. If you play in a group, usually, uh, if someone's lucky, they'll have had it already and they could share it with you. Um, and that's another thing too keep in mind. Uh, a lot of these daily quests in Cyrodiil are shareable, and there's gonna be certain ones that you really wanna like pick up, you know, keep an eye out if you're in a group like and you're starting to push into another enemy's territory. Someone very may well have a capture um, a certain keep quest of whatever area you're pushing into They could share those. Um, they could share their kill quests which um best one clearly is going to be kill enemy players if you're in a group and you have kill enemy players that is just going to finish like immediately so that is always a nice one to have in your pocket your pocket your back <laughs> that is always a nice one to have in your back pocket to turn in uh and get you your tickets easily and yeah, I guess uh, if so, if you're going to do Cyrodiil, those are some of the best ways to go about it. Um, it always helps being in a group in Cyrodiil, but also you could definitely go into Cyrodiil and be solo and have an amazing time. I do it all the time. So, yeah, now that I have uh, pretty much rambled as long as anyone can to explain how you could get two tickets from Cyrodiil, um Dog, what can we spend the tickets on this time? Is there what kind of cool new stuff does this impresario have? Is she gonna impress me? Oh, I don't know. Uh, that was lamer than I thought it was gonna be.
3: Hmm. Yeah,
2: we're just gonna move on. We're gonna act like that never happened. All right. <laughs> so the impresario, uh, she'll give us uh, or she'll let you buy any of the new items from this event. So the uh, black. What was it? Yeah, the Black Drake body and face markings and the Black Drake clan wrap styles. You can get that. Um, You can also get the pet and skin fragments from, like, the dragon thing and the dragon skin. And then, newly added, they have the Bag of Veteran Glory. And, man, I've been waiting for this
3: bag of, like, this this, uh, grab bag for, like, years.
1: Like... I Why really is that? What's it. in it?
3: Uh,
2: it has all of the old years like stuff. like All like the stuff that you can't really get anymore. And there are so many style pages that I've missed out on because I don't really uh, go that hard in Imperial City during this event. Because I want to score AP and Telbars not double during this event, so I don't really go in there.
3: So I'm going to be dropping a lot of tickets on those grant bags.
1: I remember last year, I think, wh- weren't you hoping they were going to have bags like this, and then they end up not? Yeah, for both of them. Both of them last year, I was hoping that
2: they were going to have them, and they didn't have them.
1: <laughs> well, there you go, man. Your dreams are finally coming true.
2: Yeah. Now, only if I can get this for like the Imperial City event, whenever that comes up later on this year.
1: Then, oh. my dreams will really have come true. Okay, well, there you go. You have heard the dog, disaster <laughs> Alright, so we uh, did dwell on the news for a bit because it's mainly and only our uh, favorite event, the White Strikes Mayhem event, which is also the reason for the season and this episode. Uh, it's just going to be our little uh mayhem event episode for you guys uh we do have some more fun pvp stuff to talk about we aren't going to keep you too long though because uh you know we gotta get back to some mayhem so of course we do have the current state of cyril and all the scores of gray host for you guys On PC, there's 23 days left in these campaigns. They just started. They're about a week old. Uh, On NA, we've got EP in the lead at 23.1. DC in second at 22.6. And the Almeri Dominion is at 21.9K. So, pretty close battle over there. As far as on the EU side of things, we got DC in the lead. DC in the lead um they're at 23.1k then we've got 80 in second at 20.1 and ep in third at 19.7 so that's interesting ep from first to worst from na to eu and dc hanging on to elite that's what i like to see now dog what about on xbox man
2: all right. Well, for uh, Xbox NA, there's eight days left in these campaigns, and we have DC in the lead with a 72k, 80 in second with 64k, and EP in last with sixty two and a half 62 and a k. And then on Xbox EU, we have another DC in the lead with a 67k, EP shortly behind with 65k, and 80 largely behind with a 53k. So
1: how about the uh, PlayStation scores? So on PlayStation for NA, you're going to be looking at EP with 80K. I'll Mary Dominion in second, way back with 66K. And then right behind them is going to be DC with 63K. So very significant lead for the Evan Hart. And on the EU side of things, you're going to see much of the same. EP in first at 81k, with All Merry Dominion in second at 59k, and Daggerfall in third at 58k. So, definitely some significant leads for the EP there. So, Before we go into the rest of our episode, we, of course, want to take the little middle part of our episode to remind you all that we are part of the oh-so-wildly popular Robots Radio Podcast Network, where if you go check out all the shows at robotsradio.net, we can practically guarantee you're going to find another one you like. and. Before I forget and I have all of your uh undying attention, we are going to give a shout out to our uh new review we got here from the one and only uh cracker oh cracker oh so my dude says returning player five stars that's, you know, like the heading and the stars. And then he states, These guys are awesome. Sent a message in game. Joined guild right away. And they were willing to help right away. Podcast is fun to listen to as well. They know their stuff. And are very entertaining. Well, they usually know their stuff. LOL. And, uh, you know, I, I would say that's a pretty fair assessment.
3: Yeah, especially, you know, about Bob,
1: right? <laughs> Savage. But, uh, yeah, thank you so much, Cracker. Um, we really appreciate it.
3: Yeah,
2: thank you.
1: Yeah, super glad that uh, you sent us a message and hopped it in, you know, game. And I'm assuming, or in the guild, and I'm assuming the discord maybe i don't know our discord has been popping off we have a bunch of people in there hanging out um we've been having a lot of fun during the pvp events uh we've had guild groups of like eight people uh all just running around together you know laying a train on some people and then running into a huge jerk and you know holding our own for a bit but eventually dying but you know it is what it is and it's just a lot of fun so uh with that Of course, I will let it hit our ad break real quick, but don't touch that dial, because we're coming back for some PvP talk.
0: In a world where solid-state electronics and vacuum tubes are still meta, people never stopped loving atomic-powered everything. A chosen 500 stepped inside a subterranean vault to be spared the nuclear horror of the inevitable Great War. Twenty-five years later, they emerge after the fallout settles to retake Appalachia. Among them, two former rivals whose blood feud will tear West Virginia apart and their epic struggle for survival, Chad, a vault bro who has a strength of fifteen, an intelligence of two, and is a complete wasteland dickhead. And so many nukes. Chad, a Fallout seventy six podcast, rated R, now streaming on your hollow tape player, podcasty thing.
1: All right, all right, dogged. So it is the one and only week of mayhem, my dude, and we are doing our. Annual, well, I guess biannual, considering there is traditionally two mayhems a year. Uh, how do you want to kick off our uh, little PvP talk we have here?
2: Um, I don't know. I guess I can just, you know, say how I keep myself involved with, you know, both playing PvP on PC and on Xbox.
1: Well, there and- you go.
2: And uh I found like the best way for me to keep myself like involved on both is that I'm not playing on my Magplar May on Xbox so that my uh lesser Magplars on PC are, you know, lesser. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this like I would be able to kill these people if, you know, I was on my ma- on my main magplar with like all my CP and all my gold gear and all like Pretty much everything that is, you know, just just makes my uh, main maguire better compared to like my PC
3: maguars. So that's that's definitely helped me, you know, being able to play more on PC.
1: Well, I'm glad that you at least have found some way to keep you interested in that PC life, because God forbid that uh, I have to go play it. On Xbox, on this, like, you know, pretty much fossil of an Xbox this boy, I mean, you know, you're over here on this fancy Series X living the life.
2: <laughs> yeah. Then I go on my laptop where everything's worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty Everything much. From my laptop to my Magplar. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's pretty much, like, very opposite. My PC is way better than my Xbox, and your Xbox is way better than your <laughs> laptop PC
3: yeah
1: kind of weird but we are not here to talk about xbox and pc specs we are here to talk about pvp and uh since already you're talking about builds let's just let's make it a build episode man we never really talk builds enough and uh i feel like that's a perfect way to just not overwhelm everyone with too much pvp talk let's just talk about what we got going on for some mayhem so uh i don't know you want to go build for build back and forth uh yeah all right sure why don't you why don't you start us off i only have a couple i it looks like you have a few here oh wait mine is one one. so there you go yeah, I have, like, five, so... <laughs> oh, a
2: classic. Well, there you go. All right, well, the first one is, you know... These are all, like, my experimental builds. Like, you know, they're not my master Templars, I guess. One one of them is a Templar, but it's not a master Templar. And the first one is a Stamblade. Blade. And for this, I'm, I'm running a uh, Spriggins for, like, the extra penetration. Uh, marshman Crest, and this reduces like, the cost of my Stam abilities. And does eight percent more damage to players with bow abilities. And I originally paired this up with Malacas Band Brutality, but I realized that uh, I was being dumb, and I switched it out for Wild Hunt Ring, so that I can actually crit with my, you know, cloak and sipes. I can I can get out of you know sticky situations much easier, and being able to cloak. Without having a Templar
3: jab me or some stamina person spin the win on me. Spin the win. Uh, the biggest downfall for
2: this build is the lag. It turns out that if I can't cast Sight, my bow focus build isn't so good. And my up close and personal with my uh, Dizzy Swing also isn't so good because both of those take. If uh, the lag doesn't allow them to cast, then I don't really have a good spammable to uh spam like when it's good i can get a snipe a light attack and a poison inject or two snipes and a poison inject all before like like all while i'm in cloak and that's when it's good when it's bad i can't i can't even get one snipe off before cloak runs out like i do like the animation for it and then I fire it after I get, after I'm uncloaked and then I get, you know, stampeded and die because I took too long firing my shot and I missed my shot. All right, my uh, next one is my DPS Magplar, and this is Valkan Scoria, Mother Sorrow, False God, all divines. It's It's uh, super squishy, but man, do I get some crazy, insane crits on people. I can definitely tell who are the PvEers and all light armor, like me, and who are, like, PvPers who have, like, uh, what is it called? Impen and crit resistance. Because I don't really, you know, do insane numbers on them. But, uh, yeah, that's definitely been a bit fun. Not as OP as my main Templar, but so different. Do you want to tell us about your macro,
1: Bob? The good old macro. I do have two different um, kind of builds I've been working on. One is one that I've been running, one is one I've been working on. So I'll start, I guess, with the one I've been running. Pretty much all reliable at this point. It's from courtesy of uh, Arzile, I believe is his name, online. Uh his builds are fantastic and this one is pretty probably dated at this point. It came out last year for sure. Uh, but it's just tried and true. And it is uh Gaze of Sithis, most importantly the mythic piece that gives you crazy uh armor and uh extra, you know, attribute stats, stuff like that. At the cost of uh Like, every time you block, you have no, like, block mitigation. So, your block means nothing except for stopping things from stunning you, which is still pretty helpful, I must say. And, although that is, like, probably my favorite piece of the whole build, other than that, I am using one piece Balorg on the uh, shoulders there, Which the one piece gives you extra weapon or spell damage. Well, weapon and spell damage. So, I mean, hey, take both what you can. And then after that, we've got a five-piece shackle breaker and a five-piece spinners. And shackle breaker is nice and easy because it's craftable. And spinners is just traditionally awesome.
2: Yeah, those are uh, some interesting macro builds. Definitely not the builds that I've been fighting against for macros.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, yeah, like I said, it's more of a last year kind of one. Well, and it, what it is, is it's really a no CP kind of build. Like uh, he has it more specifically for like, uh, battlegrounds and stuff, but I've been able to attune it for, uh, c p and get it to work just fine, I mean it really relies heavily on um like uh blast bones, clearly, you know it's like it relies on that and the colossus, but any macro build is already just gonna be so tanky inherently, and if you complement it with something like the gaze of sithis it's just gonna it's gonna drive people crazy. I don't know, man. Necros are tanky. So there you go. <laughs> yeah,
2: they are. At least I hope mine will be, but I'm definitely doing a more, a more squishy build for mine.
1: Well, what kind of squishy build are you doing?
2: Alright, so first, it was, you know, it's going to be a nice little uh, Dark Convergence and Plague Break. And it sucked. Like, Plague Break just did not work the way I wanted it to. So, I'm trying something new now. And it's pretty much the meta for the macro right now. It's what I'm dying to all the time, and that's Vicious Death and Dark Conversions and Belorg. So I'm hoping, you know, fingers crossed, that this is going to be just as annoying as every other macro I've come across. So.
1: Well, see, so that's exactly what I have set up for my second macro build that I would have discussed. I mean, like. The only thing I'm worried about is the survivability. I mean, like... Also, if I'm fighting, like, one person, like, how, what am I going to focus on? And I'm just like, I have Grave Robber to proc it, but I also really like the necro Fear that's an AoE, the totem you put on the ground, which would also proc it. I'm like... Yeah. Graveyard though does so much damage, but only when you can really get in there and uh proc it yourself because relying on other people to, to proc it is super irritating.
2: Yeah, my, my kind of plan is just, you know, Colossus, uh, Grave Robber and pop it. And
3: oh Blast Bones doesn't it? hit some random guard on the outside. Cause I've seen some uh, some people uh, some
2: people's uh, macros have their blast bones go straight off. Like, why did you even go that way? But uh, The next build that I've been testing out is my Tank DK. This is uh, going to be a bash build with uh, Deadlands Demolisher, Bloodlord's Embrace Mythic. And that's pretty much whenever I block an, at- an attack, I gain like 2k magicka. And I'm going to choose between Harbinger, Fro- Frozen Watcher, and Plague Break. Uh, this is still in the very experimental phase, but I did a BG in Harbinger, and I was destroying my enemies. Or more so, they were destroying themselves as I was uh, bashing them to death. So, you no, know. A couple BGs I did, it went pretty good with Harbinger, but I have a feeling I'll be switching out in, with the Plague Break in a open-world serial. Because... Uh, my bash should be able to, to put Plague Break on an enemy. Or my chain should be able to put on Plague Break on an enemy. So that'll be interesting.
1: What is it that Harbinger does that's different than the other two that would be helping you in the battlegrounds there?
2: So what Harbinger does is that it does like, damage back to people whenever they hit me with a direct damage attack. And whenever someone's so, whenever someone's on top of me trying to dizzy swing me to death, they're doing damage to themselves. Plus, I bash them for like three k a hit. And whenever my uh, deadlands demolisher up, that's like another like seven k on them. So, and I, I don't know how much Thieves of armature does, but it does a decent amount of damage. So, they pretty much try to kill me, and I kill them before they can kill me.
1: Was Harbinger just the first one you tried in the Battlegrounds, or did you try Frozen Watcher and Plague Break as well? Um, I didn't have Plague Break yet. I don't, I'm don't. i still missing a shield. Um, I
2: tried Frozen Watcher, but people weren't really standing around me as much as I was wanting to, and the damage was so little. So I think that's more going to be something that I'm going to try in, like, Ceredale when I'm not using Plague Break. But, uh, yeah, I've I've recently come across about how powerful plague Brick is. Especially
1: now. Well, so. yeah, I mean when you have to <laughs> die from it like ninety times a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a constant affair in Cyrodo right now, man.
2: As long as Bash Procs uh does the plague break proc and my chains do plague
3: break, then I'm probably gonna be using that instead of Frozen Watcher. But I don't know if it if it does or not yet, so Of course, of course.
1: I guess you'll have to find out and let us know. Yeah. So, uh, I guess as we go into our last builds here, I don't really have too much. um, And it's both going to be the same character again as Stan Warden, but I really do, like, I don't even have one set up, but I really want to get my Stan Warden set up uh, so I could do some PvP during the event. At the very least, go in there and you know score uh, some rankings in the uh, in this month's uh, you know Greyhouse campaign, so I could get transmutes and all the other good stuff. But I really would like to at least throw on probably like some Spriggins, you know, maybe like, gosh, I don't know. There's just so many. Freaking sets that you could do for uh, PvP for stamina. I mean, I could even go with like some simple. It might be like a Spriggins and Bone Pirate. You know, just throw it on with like Selene, just so I could like get through. But if I really wanted to mess with something, I don't know. Seventh Legion is fun. Akaviri Dragon Guard is fun. Where were you, like, uh, if you're. Above 50%, you get like more weapon damage. If you're below, you get like more resistances or something like that. I don't know, like, there's so many fun mythics and stuff too now that might be like interesting to do on a Sand Warden. And it's just like, gosh, the theory crafting in this game, like, used to be bad four years ago, but now there's like a hundred more sets since then. And it's just like, oh, it blows my mind sometimes. I think that's why I just end up sticking to something safe, like and basic, because I'm like, ah, having to think <laughs> too much will be hard. I'll just yeah. use, you know, the same sets I've been using the last five years. <laughs> so, what about you? I know you got a Stam Warden going.
2: All right, so my Stam Warden is using Spriggins and Shieldbreaker. And what Shieldbreaker does is it increases my damage done by 6%. And it goes up to 12%, or it does 12% against people that are shielded. So if they have a shield on, I, it does double damage. Even if it's like, you know, a couple hundred, which some people only have a couple hundred shields, it's like you just made a mistake. And then they, uh, they get hit by a subterranean unit and it, and it, and it de- decimates them. And uh, I'm using two separate one piece monster set pieces that are giving me weapon and spell damage. Uh, I'm not using Balorg because at the time I needed more weapon damage and I was more, I was definitely lacking weapon damage. And Balorg was something that I didn't exactly want to be like, oh, I'm only good whenever I use the Dawnbreaker, which Dawnbreaker is pretty
3: iffy anyways. So I definitely like having extra damage at all times better. But, uh. Overall, because I have, I think, four animal abilities slotted, my damage is
2: increased by 19%, and it goes up to 25% against shielded enemies. And it's super nice on sorks that attempt to shield a stack while low health. That's also a mistake that they make a lot, and it's something that kills them. And then with this, I like to be on my back bar, and I like to, like, if I'm ever, like, in a 1v1 situation, I just uh, I use a my poison inject, snipe, or lethal arrow, and a light attack before I go into like subterranean and get all, up close and personal with them. It's really, really good. And uh, today, Graham and I, our good friend Graham the and uh we were in Ravenwatch, and we ended up farming a bunch of AD at Bloodmain. It was a bloodbath, and we were defending our keep and our resources um there's a couple yellows that took one of the resources back and a mag made the terrible mistake of attempting to gank me with while there's npcs and stuff except for he ganked me if i'm kind of in the side so after i broke free i took like three steps back and i had my uh subterranean ready so I uh, threw a Donny on him. he was stunned, and I finished him off with a whirling blade. so I pretty much three shot him and uh Graham was like, I didn't even have enough time to react like that's how fast he died. so he it, it, yeah he definitely made that Templar definitely made a mistake on gapping closing into me, and there's a lot of a d that uh were oh we like, 'Oh, we're gonna do something. It's like no, you're not.' <laughs> And then it ended when the entire 80 faction came over and destroyed me and grant because turns out grandma and I can handle like, you know, a couple people up to like six to 10. But when it comes to like 30, 40, 50, no, yeah, that's too much.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes people are going to try and gank Sam Wardens. It's just what happens. Yeah, it's not, not not a good
2: thing to do. Uh, the nice thing about Ravenwatch is that there's no Dark Convergence or Vicious Death or Plague Break. No, the the, the big three, really. Which uh, I think I can, you know, say for everyone that every, pretty much if you're not in Ravenwatch, your uh, experience with PvP right now is that you're screaming about Dark Convergence. It's all over the place. And if you're not screaming about that, you're, springing, you're screaming about, uh, you know, Plague Break, and if it's not those two,
3: then it's definitely the third one, which is vicious death, and that's everyone's experience right now. So, all right,
1: well, in lieu of uh, belaboring you guys with more awesome builds, we're gonna hop out of here so we could get right back into some freaking PvP action. Although if you guys ever have builds that you're working on or have questions or anything, we're always out there to help you guys out with. And uh yeah, our you know Discord and our Twitter and everything else is open for you to come hang out and talk shop. There's always people talking about builds and stuff lately so feel very free. Enjoy the rest of the event, all that good stuff. Uh thank you guys for hanging out with us, you know extra extra good stuff because uh you're so patient for this awesome episode right uh we'll have more fun stuff coming after uh this next week i am also on vacation this weekend so a little bit busy but uh we're getting this one out for you and we'll have another one out coming after the event and and the next week so thank you guys for hanging out again and dogged. Where can the people find us, my dude? All
3: right, you can find us on Twitter, the @RedDiamondCast. You can find us on the Facebook, on the Red Diamond Courier,
2: and then you can find us in our ESO PC, your Xbox Guild of Airs the Red Diamond, which you can join on the Robots Radio Discord, found on our robotsradio.net.
1: And if you check our show notes, you can find links to all awesome things like ESO-hub.com, our music producer, Daniel Nisley, uh both of our socials, robotsradio.net, pretty much everything. And if you guys, I've seen it on Spotify. You guys have been leaving us awesome reviews, uh, or not reviews, but ratings. Thank you guys so much for all the five stars. It means a lot. I'll go actively check. And I can't check on the PC. So there you go. But I know the last time I checked, we were like right around 20. So I think that there's a couple other Elder shows, podcasts that have more than us. All right, guys, so you gotta bump us up there. We're gonna be number one. Rated uh, ESO podcast on Spotify. So, hook us up if you guys get us to like some crazy number. If you guys get us like 50, every 50 we'll do a giveaway. How about that? You guys get us 55 star, you just 50 ratings. And you know what? I saw that we're at 4.8. All right, so don't you guys start trolling me. Okay, we gotta keep the average up. And then if we get to every 50, then we'll uh, we'll do a giveaway and that'll be fun. Give away some current crates because um, I haven't been able to do that lately. It got really hard to do it every month when like there was like five hundred people entering and I was like, oh my god, this is getting unwieldy. Um, but I definitely want to bring back something where we could do giveaways for you guys and maybe make it a little bit more inclusive for the community that uh, really listens and enjoys the show so anyways uh, all fun future stuff we'll keep figuring out more fun stuff to do throughout the year Dogged thanks for hanging out with me again my dude where can the people find you alright you can find me on Twitter, Xbox, and ESOPC
2: all of at dogbark 24
1: and for me it's anywhere you find Bob Chichinsky it's gonna be me Bob underscore Chichinsky go check me out all over the place thank you guys so much for hanging out thank you dog for taking time out of your busy busy pvp mayhem schedule to uh come do some podcasting and we will see you guys all next time enjoy the mayhem
2: Yep. see ya
0: Robots Radio podcast: Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Do you like adventure? Yeah. Do you like laughing? Uh, yeah. Would you like to listen to a group of people you don't know play D and D and reference retro pop culture you vaguely remember? um Excellent. You're going to love Committee Quest. We play D&D in the world of Ameren. We use adventure modules and supplements made by people in the community. We also have a sweet Synthwave backing track. Come and join us on our adventure. Volume 1 has been completed. Volume 2 coming the end of January. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from.